at 1380thefan.com. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, March 4th, 2023. Along with producer, co-host Justin Kenny from OPS, OutsideTheHuddle.net. Caleb and Kenny in the morning, the high school coaches show. Did you, did you accumulate anything else? Uh, nothing, nothing week? this week. I, I battled a root canal, uh, the first of two parts for that. Yes. For the root canal. Yes. Yesterday. And so I guess you can add that to the resume. That was the most exciting thing this week. First part's typically the hardest part. Yeah, we're over the, the difficult part. Now it's just kind of waiting. Type waiting, waiting and then game and popping that crown in there yeah so um first time getting a root canal so that was mm. that was different but i got a i got the uh, i got phase one of a root canal years and years ago and then uh went to my six o'clock softball game and played that and had the catcher at the time whine about his knees were sore <laughs> and i said buddy you can shut up <laughs> tc prize remembers this I said, buddy, shut up. I said, I just got out of a dentist chair. I said, I had root canal. And I said, this is probably going, this, this, you know, the numbing medication is probably going to wear off during the double head. <laughs> you know. Well, you're hurt too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. And I'm uh, not well, whining about it. Yeah. Like welcome you. in. Uh, text line is open as always at 46862. Got a packed show for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking with Kyle Gehring, the uh, lacrosse coach at Leo High School, as lacrosse season is going to be getting underway shortly. We'll talk to Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We'll talk with Dan Vance, media relations director, social media director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, as the Mad Ants finish out a stint up north of the border in Ontario, taking on Raptors 905, and then come back to have an Education Day game on Thursday at 11 a.m., followed by Faith and Family Night on Saturday, March 11th, and then finishing up the regular season with a Sunday, March 19th game at the Coliseum. That's a 2.30 tip for that one. That's Fan Appreciation Day. It's also Steam Fest, all kinds of things going on. So we'll talk to Dan about that. We'll also talk to Michael Franke, President of Fort Wayne Comets, in our weekly comment chat, we will do all of that. But right now, we are going to talk Hoosier hysteria and boys sectional basketball. And, of course, there were some postponements last night due to the weather, especially north of us, uh, that got hammered by the snow. We got the snow. Well, I live in Grable. And uh, we... We got rain turning to snow, I don't know what time it was, 7 o'clock, maybe last night. Similar and to where I was. It was just kind of a slushy mess where I was. I was, six, I was home. It hit the windows and made the, the coolest prism-looking uh, designs on the windows. Yeah. And then it, then it, the temperature warmed just a little bit, and it all melted and dropped off like, anyway. Um, it was all about where you were last yes. night. Because up in Angola and the Grange and all that, they, it was absolutely nasty up there. Yeah, so let's take a look at sectional 
scores from last night in uh, Class 4A at Carroll. It was Northside defeating Snyder 64-57. The Panthers hung in there with the Legends, but uh, it's Mr. Uh, Gary Andrews' Legends that are going to be advancing to the championship game, and they will take on the Northrop Bruins, who beat East Noble 59-53. Was that? Yeah, that that's two teams that uh, trying to find their way. And, uh, yeah, and, and weren't able to get on track this season. Yeah, very much so. And but watch out for Northrop tonight. I mean, this is a team that when they played Northside in the regular season, just lost by a single point. And uh, Dalman Alexander for Northrop is is one of the best players in the area. A six seven forward that's that's leading Northrop in both scoring and rebounding. And I said it going into last night that Snyder was going to be pesky for Northside. They were. Northrop has proven they can be pesky for Northside in the regular season. We'll see if they can do that again tonight. Of course, Northside took care of business earlier this week against a team that challenged them in Carroll uh, in convincing fashion. We'll see if Northside can do that tonight and capture its first sectional championship since 2018. Yes, that one tips at 7 p.m. Over at Columbia City in 4A, that was postponed. So we will have semifinals uh, this morning. Southside takes on the Wayne Generals at 10 a.m., followed by Columbia City and Homestead at noon. Championship is tonight at 7.30. And, Justin, you've got some commentary about that. Well, I I, I go both ways on this. Uh, first off, I understand why you're trying to pack it into one, in, into one day, particularly a Saturday, because it helps the gate, right, as opposed to a Monday evening. But at the same time, doing that to teams – Less than 24 hours notice yesterday, so all of a sudden, hey, by the way, you don't play. We don't. You don't play tonight. Instead, you play tomorrow morning, and then you have to come back and play that sectional championship game at night. I know it's fluid and things change, but at the same time, I just I, I don't really like the idea of thrusting that on teams to be ready to play a second game during the day uh, to win a championship. I know some people will say, well, they do it and. Old regionals now semi-state. They do it in the, in in the summer. AAU isn't high school basketball, and you're not expecting to have to do that. And now you do have to turn around and do it. I'm just I, I don't really like it when it comes to making those decisions so soon, so immediate in the postseason. Yeah, your point is that it can happen, but if you know going in right. that that's what you must prepare for, where these teams weren't uh, anticipating this. But right. I mean, look at look at that Homestead Columbia City game. Like, I know both of those teams have put in their work and prepping for that game, but that could be a, a really back-and-forth, grinded-out, ugly-type basketball game. It kind of was the first time around when those teams played in mid-January, and now whoever wins that game needs to be ready, uh, and they play the second game to the semifinals, so they're not going to be done till early afternoon today, and then they get five or six hours off and then have to likely play Wayne. I mean, that, that's a challenging thing to turn around and have to do when you're anticipating a, a Friday, Saturday instead of two Saturday games. Well, there was a site that had it right, according to to you, uh, at Northwood, Class 3A. Uh, they were postponed last night. It's going to be Lakeland taking on West Noble at 6 p.m. this evening. Fairfield and Northwood go at it at 7.30. Championship Monday, 7.30 p.m. Not ideal for crowd, but I think it's what's fair at this point. The Garrett uh, sectional was also moved back to uh, today. We have Heritage at Bishop or versus Bishop Dwanger, six o'clock. Concordia Woodland, seven thirty. Championship Monday at seven thirty. And uh, 
This is interesting. I mean, uh, clear-cut favorite? Uh, I mean, if you if, if you if you look to, well, Concordia Woodland, that's going to be quite the matchup. Yeah, I, I think the way Concordia is playing after those back-to-back -back losses to DeKalb and Wayne, very impressive. Go on the road and beat Norwell. Go on the road and beat Homestead. Knock off Columbia City at home in overtime to end the regular season and then thoroughly handled Leo earlier this week to advance to the semis. I like the way Concordia is playing. Woodland, 19 dubs, mm -hmm. but um, play in the ACAC that outside of Woodland and Adam, Adam Central, Central. Yeah. Was, was was pretty weak this season. So uh, in terms of, of impressiveness of that record, you have to give the nod to Concordia, but don't look past Woodland. They can make that a game tonight. At Peru, uh, that uh, took place last night. We had Peru over Oak Hill, 55-47, and Norwell, 20 points better than McConaughey, 80 to 60. So tonight for the sectional championship in 3A at Peru, it's going to be uh, Peru against Norwell. 7:30 tip for that one. Class 2A at Westview, it's uh, that canceled and that's going to be or postponed excuse me uh that's going to be east side and westview at six o'clock central noble prairie heights 7 30 monday championship 7 30 and last night at south adams they did play because well that was south of here and that was mostly rain and it was adam central uh ending bishop bluer's season 65 44 blackhawk christian 75 42 over manchester uh you got uh Adam Central going up against Blackhawk Christian tonight at 7.30 uh, to claim the crown at South Adams in Class 2A. But uh, that Blackhawk Christian team, uh, my goodness. They're, uh, they're an absolute machine right now. Had a bit of a, a dicey couple games late in January and, and weren't completely healthy uh, and lose losses to Dwanger and Wayne. Haven't lost since then. And, and that team... Th that kind of this time of year, when you look at Blackhawk Christian, you looked at, okay, 21 wins last night. Manchester came in with 18 wins. The, it, all due respect to Manchester, the, the 21 dubs, it hits different for Blackhawk than the 18 for Manchester, just based on who they're playing. So Adam Central is going to try to to uh, to play spoiler tonight. And uh, just a tremendous season for Adam Central. Start off 1-4 and four, and then have only lost once since then. Uh, once in 2023, and that was that close game at West Noble in mid-February. So great season for Aaron McClure and the Flying Jets, and I imagine it'll be a packed house down at the Stardome tonight to see that one. Can they give the Braves a game? We'll see tonight. And we've talked before about the job Matt Roth has done stepping in to the uh, leadership role of Blackhawk Christian. And uh, after uh, Coach Davidson's passing, my goodness, what a what a tremendous job. Uh, Matt Roth has done there. Now let's look at Class 1A at Hamilton. That was uh, postponed. Lakewood Park and Lakewood Christian go at it today at 11 o'clock, followed by Elkhart Christian and Bethany Christian at 1 championship tonight, 8 o'clock. And uh, the Southwood Class 1A sectional had Southwood over Northfield, 69-35, and Canterbury, a 47-40 victor over the Smith Academy. And uh, that means that Southwood and Canterbury will go at it tonight at 6 p.m. We'll see uh, which one of those two teams. All Every team that entered this field to start the playoffs was under 500. If, if Southwood can get a win tonight, they will move up to 12 and 12. So uh, good game tonight between 
Canterbury and the Knights of Southwood tonight down at Southwood. Of course, the uh, Fort Wayne Comets not in action last night, a rare Friday night off. They will host the, we the, the Wheeling Nailers tonight and tomorrow uh, at the Coliseum. Uh, Wheeling was in action against Indy and lost to Indy. And I know that basically the Nailers are chasing the case uh, for that final, that fourth and final spot in that division. Case rest in, in fourth place by five points, I believe, despite that uh, losing streak. But it's still going to be an exciting uh, end of the road here as we go toward the postseason in the ECHL. But uh, we'll see what happens. Just a reminder, we'll be talking with Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets, in our weekly comment chat just a little bit later on. So uh, the Mad Ants are uh, in action uh, once again, I believe, tonight. We'll, we'll check with Dan Vance. We'll, we'll, we'll get his, <laughs> He'll be on we'll, it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get his take on all that. Um, let's go ahead and take a break because then, then when we come back, we're going to be talking with Kyle Gehring, and you're going to learn a little bit about uh, the sport of lacrosse and the growth it's had around this region. Lacrosse has been around nationally, globally for decades. Uh, gosh, I remember, I remember the uh, Syracuse and Johns Hopkins and all the East Coast teams that were so, so tough. You used to be able to watch them on ESPN before ESPN had multiple stations. But uh, it, it's a fun sport, and uh, it's we're going to talk to Kyle and get a little more info on that when we come back. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fam, 100.9 FM. Caleb and Kenny in the morning. You see Purdue fans really starting to go, well, here we go again. Nobody cares about your Big Ten championship. You backed into a Big Ten championship. Great job. Good for you. It's the same thing as, as Indiana putting up Big Ten championship banners. The Big Ten regular season doesn't matter. I, I don't care who wins the Big Ten. It's always a, a fallback on when you don't make the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight, Final Four, or move to national championship is, well, we won the Big Ten. Who cares? Caleb and Kenny, mornings at 7. Here at all on the 13 from Fort Wayne Sports Station. Life insurance, while a sensitive topic, is a vital part of smart financial planning, particularly for parents. For a minimal cost, a life insurance policy can provide a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future. Talk to Matt and the team at Hoopy Insurance Services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you. For over three decades, Hoopy Insurance Services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance coverage for a cost that fits their budget. Remember, a difficult conversation today could mean staff of local agents at Hoopy Insurance Services. Call 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or visit them on the web at hupe-insurance.com. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 40 years. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, chicken. Oh, okay. Uh, when the wolf? Oh, a wolf. Uh, uh, ooh! What about the tiny dog? Cat. Aww. Ow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dolphin? What does the turkey say? Well, yeah, well, so... Do the giraffe. Giraffe, really? Uh, okay. Giraffe, uh, giraffe. 
giraffe. Giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. On a sunny Saturday morning, you'd hardly know that there was a fierce storm that blew through here yesterday or last night. This looks nice and tranquil and peaceful and stuff like that. Well, welcome in to Talkin' Sports. We're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Our text line is open for your questions, comments, suggestions, etc., at 46862, that's 46862, put TS in the front of your message, if you will. And right now, we're going to go to the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, because on that Talking Sports phone line is Mr. Kyle Guerin. Kyle, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? We are great this morning. And uh, let's talk some high school lacrosse. Now, high school lacrosse, uh, started, oh, decades uh, ago or a decade ago as a club sport in the state of Indiana and remains that way currently. Now, give us an overview because you coach the Leo team and also host some summer camps for those that are just getting introduced to the sport. But tell us a little bit about how this became a club sport in the high school level and and what you are doing currently. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, back around 1998, uh, the IHSLA was formed, Indiana High School Lacrosse Association. Uh, I think there was around 14 teams in the state of Indiana that started. Mostly it was guys that were graduates of University of Notre Dame or transplants that came from the East Coast that were living in uh, different areas around Indiana. Bluers uh, and Snyder were actually the first two uh, club programs in Fort Wayne just based on enrollment numbers and and the number of kids at those schools. Snyder still has a program today, so they're the longest-lasting uh, Fort Wayne lacrosse program. Uh, Lures, unfortunately, folded back uh, around five years ago or so. So uh, there are currently six teams in the, in, uh, the city. Uh, we'll start with a little preview and kind of work our way down from there. So uh, Homestead has kind of been the perennial powerhouse the last uh, few years here in the city of Fort Wayne. Uh, they started back in 2005 uh, when a bunch of Homestead kids decided to, to break away from Lures and represent themselves for their school. Uh, as far as the, the Homestead team goes, uh, they have some key players to watch. Senior uh, uh, Minobi, uh, the LSM over there, uh, one of the most athletic and skilled players probably even in the state. Um, he's an LSM form. He'll be going to Trine University next year. Um, and then sophomore Sam Stewart at midfield is a, is a guy to watch out for. He's the young buck on the scene that's really making a splash, and I'm sure he'll be one of the, the many, many scorers for Homestead this year. Uh, there's been a couple teams that have been able to challenge them, but uh, for the most part, Homestead's kind of the dominant team that's in the area. Uh, they have a bloodbath to try to get to the, the, the 2-8 playoffs here. The, so the way HSLA set up the top uh, 12 teams from 2A and 1A, so they're all every, every school is pretty much club in Indiana High School lacrosse. Uh, there are some, however, that are varsity status of their school, so they are recognized they have some kind of partial funding or you know, uh, get some different access in the school. So it is starting to get, I think there's maybe 10 to 12 teams across the state 
uh, that have that kind of varsity status at their school. Um, and there's some that also have some school support along the way. There's a lot of us, like us at Leo, where you know, we're truly a club sport, no real affiliation with the school, we're just kind of handle our own business as it is. But uh, there's about 54 teams in the state currently. Uh, divided up into club, which is kids from multiple schools play for one high school. So uh, there's about 10 teams of those in the, in the state of Indiana. And then there's 2A and 1A. 2A is for the big enrollment. 1A is small enrollment. So uh, Homestead's got a very, very challenging uh, road ahead of them as they, they enter the, the 2A fray there. Um, moving on, let's talk about Dwanger. Dwanger gave Homestead a close run for their money. Uh, I think they only lost by two last year, and uh, they're returning a lot of firepower. Uh, they're returning a, a stud goalie in uh, Pete Stegmeyer. He's been back there uh, giving us nightmares for the last three, three years because of the COVID year. So uh, we look forward to Pete graduating here uh, this year. <laughs> I know his dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, CJ, great <laughs> yeah. guy. He was one of the, the guys that helped uh, start the program at Dwanger as well, uh, him and the Stroud family. Uh, very, very good people. They've done a tremendous job at that school. They're uh, they're up to what thirty nine, forty some players. Wow! Um, it's it's it, Homestead's also has you know kind of high numbers, but Dwanger's really taken off, especially for school of about a thousand kids. I mean, they're they're really making a, a splash there in the cross. Uh, so it's really cool to see the that program grow and evolve. Uh, but some of their key players, Robert Pelkington, which might be a name those mm-hmm. that follow SAC football familiar with. I think he was a first team all SAC defense or for a defensive end outside linebacker. So um, he was actually a Leo guy. I, I'll take some credit there. I, I started coaching him up before he uh, departed to go to Dwanger. So uh, I'm going to take a little credit from, from Paul, CJ, and the Dwanger guys there. But uh, Robert's really formed into his own. He's, he's really took steps forward since going to Dwanger, too, and get, moving into a starting role and maybe a key cog in the, the Dwanger office machine there. He was. Uh, uh, Mitch Vogelweed from last year, he had like 90-some goals. Like it, He was one of the top goal scorers in the state. It was ridiculous. He, that kid was shooting well over 100 miles an hour, and it was tough for those goalies to stop. So uh, they're looking to try to replace some, some of that offense there. Uh, they have some really key defenders. Uh, Hank Henry and Reed Smith uh, probably going to lead the way for the long poles down there close to the uh, – Dwayne has always had a strong defense, strong goaltending. That's kind of been the calling card for them. They tend to play a lot of low-scoring games. Uh, if Dwanger gets to 10 goals, you're in trouble. Uh, but, uh, typically in high school across, you'll see anywhere from 7 to 14 goals is fairly average range. But okay. yeah, if, if Dwanger's getting to 10 goals, uh, you're in trouble because that defense has, has always been very stellar, always strong goaltending. So uh, know, they're, they're, they're looking to challenge Homestead this year. You know, Kyle, let me ask you a question because uh, a little bit earlier in the conversation, you uh, mentioned trying. And the collegiate lacrosse programs are they considered at the collegiate level are they considered a club type sport or are the lacrosse teams fully sanctioned by the colleges and universities that is a great question so it varies so uh trying is an ncaa d3 uh lacrosse team so uh you have your ncaa d1 d2 d3 Notre Dame ncaa d1 very strong program not many indiana kids are or go on there, they, they have some East Coast pipelines feeding them. But, uh, yeah, trying is D3. There's actually, I want to say six or so D3 programs, along with uh, Indiana Tech has a very strong NEIA program. I was mm-hmm. actually an Indiana Tech graduate as well. Um, they're very, very strong. They've lost in the national championship, I think, three years in a row now. Uh, they're number two ranked team in the country, uh, super competitive. 
Um, and then there's Taylor University is another NAIA program that's kind of nearby. Um, I, like I mentioned, trying it at it. Uh, what else? Uh, I think there's Hanover, DePaul, um, Wabash. Uh, there's the U of ND is a D2 program. Uh, so there are those that are actually NCAA. They're, they're sanctioned sports through the schools. They uh, D2 or NAIA can offer scholarships. Uh, the D3 will give you, you know, your academic path to kind of go down for it because they can't offer athletic scholarships. But then, there's also the kids that want the, the big school experience. So Purdue and IU have very strong uh, club lacrosse programs in the MCLA, uh, which is the Men's Collegiate Lacrosse Association. So uh, those kids that go to IU Purdue, they can still play club lacrosse. You're, you know, you're dropping, you know, three thousand dollars to play, you know, club lacrosse and buying your own equipment and, and this and that and paying for your travel, hotels, and all that good stuff. But uh, so there are some a variety of different opportunities for, for those kids out there. We're talking with Kyle Gehring, coach at uh, lacrosse coach at Leo High School this morning, and uh, and lacrosse uh, passionate lacrosse fanatic. And and Kyle, uh, what is the best way? Because lacrosse isn't always top of mind for everyone, but yet it's such a fun sport, not only to watch but but to play as well. How do you get, let's say, the youngsters interested? in giving lacrosse a try yeah so um most of the high schools so the, the six local high schools uh carol dwanger homestead snyder concordia and leo and most offers uh high school lacrosse camps during the summers and then uh the fort wayne storm uh, is the only really youth lacrosse association in fort wayne they do travel down to indy on sundays during the spring uh, they try to host teams when they can but it's for fifth sixth and seventh and eighth grade um so uh, that's a great opportunity. So for anyone interested, uh, contact the Fort Wayne Storm. Um, great organization, great people, good coaches. So uh, they can get you hooked up and, and get you out there to try lacrosse. When does your season start, Kyle? So we actually have a scrimmage today. So we, we start practicing indoors in January and February. Uh, season kicks off in March. Take a little pause for spring break, and then uh, we go through April until the about second middle of the second, third week of May. And then uh, postseason play starts and wraps up uh, the weekend after Memorial Day. Very nice. And uh, we're just about out of time, but uh, you, you talked about the Homestead and, and Dwenger uh, lacrosse teams. Uh, name some names for that Leo team. Sure, sure. So uh, we have Stoller brothers, Isaiah and Titus Stoller. Uh, Isaiah is a junior. Uh, Titus is a freshman. Uh, key players to watch on offense. Uh, Luke Adams, who's a commit to Indiana Tech, is also kind of helping lead the attack down there. Uh, we have a strong defense with Truman Wirtz leading the way there with Grant Staley locking him down and uh, Kieran Spieth shutting down uh, the goals there and being a brick wall for us. So uh, looking forward to, to a nice, fun year. Um, and also shout out to Snyder, Carroll, and Concordia. Didn't get a chance to talk about them. But also also great programs with great people, great coaches. And, and, and in Fort Wayne, I want to give them a shout out as well. Well, Kyle, thank you for joining us this morning on Talking Sports and uh, talking a little lacrosse because we talk about uh, local sports of all sorts. And uh, lacrosse is, is certainly one of them that is gaining popularity. And uh, we'd like to be able to uh, just learn a little bit more about it and get a little bit more educated along the way. So thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yep, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, that was Kyle Gehring. Head lacrosse coach at Leo High School. And uh, it's a club sport, uh, much like some of the others. Rugby's a club sport. Hockey's a club sport. Uh, 
but the, men's the, volleyball still yeah clubs? well there's some, some is it Boys still or they, we're starting to get the potential of a sanctioning i'm not sure but, i'm not sure yeah. where we stand there so uh but still, it, it's it's there's no less blood, sweater, uh, tears, and, and sweat equity that goes into these. And the coaches that uh, uh, please don't ever do a time study on on high school and youth coaches <laughs> because you're likely uh, going to be amazed at uh, the the low low uh, hourly figure that uh, you get from that. But uh, thanks to Kyle and those like him that give their their expertise to the youngsters around here and uh, teach and develop these kids into the games that uh, they love. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. Then we're going to come back and talk with Mike McCaffrey in our weekly Cougar chat. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Are you a CDLA driver in the Garrett, Indiana area? Walmart wants you to join our privately owned fleet. Enjoy top advantages like $110,000 in your first year, unbeatable benefits, generous home time, and a positive professional culture. It's time to find your spark. Connect with Walmart today at Drive, the number four, Walmart.com. Again, that's Drive, the number four, Walmart.com to learn more. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic pandemic that threatens our well-being as we attempt to rebuild our social networks and communities. The pandemic has reminded us to value family, community, and our human connections. However, it has also left many of us feeling more isolated, confused, and alone, struggling to find meaning amid loss and uncertainty. Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges. But many of us do not understand what we are facing or know how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you are going through, and we are here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Whenever you play Eagles Rejoin music, I just let it, let it flow a little bit. You hear Joe Walsh? Yeah, yeah you have to wait. Oh. Live in the fast lane, uh, one of the first single releases from the album Hotel California back in the mid-70s. New Kid in Town might have been the first one, followed by this, then Hotel California. Anyway, uh, that's your music lesson for this morning. Now, on to sports. And on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is one Mr. Mike McCaffrey of the University of St. Francis. Mike, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Jimmy. How you doing, my friend? I am great this morning. Uh, 
Let me get a little uh, PB flavor at the house today. Going to go and uh, pick up Carl and uh, bring him over to spend the night. So there you go. I should. Uh, I Your gotta, turn. I better watch myself. They, we don't call him the Reverend for nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So, hey. Mike, we just had Kyle Gehring on the show. Uh, he's the head lacrosse coach at Leo High School, and it's a club sport there. Yeah. Has there ever been any inquiry to perhaps start a club lacrosse-type program at the collegiate level at the University of St. Francis, or has there been in the past? Uh, we haven't had one before, but we've certainly had conversations. Uh, the biggest thing that we're waiting for is another turf field. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we don't have the availability on one field to add another sport at this time but we certainly talked about that in the next couple of years when hopefully we break ground and, and build a track across the street from the stadium on the land that we own on uh, lindenwood that we would make it a track around a field and that field would be used we would probably start women's lacrosse before we start men's lacrosse just from a title nine balancing out our population kind of a thing um, mm-hmm. with football you're always looking to add female sports whenever you can um, so we've certainly had that conversation if we get another field we would we would more than likely start women's lacrosse and then see how that goes and maybe build to a men's lacrosse team. But uh, it's certainly on the radar. It's a it's a championship sport in the NAI. Uh, there's plenty of teams, schools around us that have it. Uh, so we would be able to play a pretty good schedule. But, uh, again, until we get another another field, it's just we just don't have the availability with one field and we would need some locker rooms and things like that. So hopefully in time we'll get that done. Well, of course, then uh, now we segue into – men's and women's track and field, which uh, despite, you know, and and this is the case for so many different colleges and universities, not having the available land, the available space to just, oh, just throw, you know, some millions of dollars at something and say, let's build a facility. Let's do that. But your track and field team is, is, uh, you know, just finished up uh, in finishing up the indoor season but I'll tell you what, you have got several, well, at least, uh, what, three that we know of that are uh, on the verge of uh, being All-Americans. Yeah, today we've got <clears throat> we've got uh, Alex Ebatino is going to run in the 3,000 women's finals, um, and then Spencer Carpenter is going to run on the men's side. Uh, they both qualified yesterday into the finals from their heats, uh, which basically there's 12 now in the finals, so they're automatically going to be All-Americans. Uh, okay. Just a matter of how high they can finish. Spencer won his heat yesterday, so I know he's feeling confident that he may be able to do something special today. And then Joe Painter, our pole uh, pole vaulter, he's going to go at I think two fifteen, two twenty five. Uh, he's going to go uh, in the finals for pole vault, and he was an All American last year, so we're hoping he can repeat that feat. So, yeah, it should be an exciting day. I'm going to get my laptop open around two o'clock and uh, watch a couple hours of track and field from out in. Uh, South Dakota, and hopefully we can bring home some some more hardware. And uh, these kids deserve it. They earn they earn everything they get. So it's uh, anytime they do something special, it uh, makes you feel a little 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 better than maybe some others, just because you know what they deal with. Oh, definitely. Well, now and going back to pole vaulting, did yep. you mention last week on the show that there is a pole vault facility here in the area? Yeah, it's called Vault High Athletics. Um, and it's where Joe goes to get most of his work in because uh, we don't have a, a facility on campus. So we work with them and rent the facility, and they have a gentleman who runs it that kind of trains Joe 
um, a little bit. So yeah, we do. There is a facility here in town called Walt High Athletics that we uh, that we use uh, for Joe to get better. I had someone come up to me in the last week <laughs> and just come up right up to me and says. Who knew we had a pole vault facility in Fort Wayne? <laughs> See, we're breaking news here every Saturday morning. Just there we go. Attention. Yes, I, I I was not aware, but I know that we've had a rich history uh, over the over the years. I mean, dating, gosh, almost fifty years of, of pole vaulting excellence. Uh, yep. uh, Hunter and in Shank and some of those guys, and and on and on. Uh, you know, in recent history at the high school level, and these guys are, were were putting up heights that, that were just amazing and, uh, you know, going well over 15 feet in the high school area. So, I mean, just, sure. but, uh, yeah, it, it, but it, it takes a certain fearless breed to be able to do that. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, it does. It is, a, it is a sport that if you're not committed to it, uh, you're probably not going to do very well. There's a lot of uh, fear to get over at the beginning, and then as you get higher and higher and higher, and then it becomes technique and how to swing your body over the over the bar without hitting it and coming down the other side. So it's uh, it's fun to watch when you get somebody who's as committed as Joe is, and he's done so great for us. It's uh, it's fun, and, and I hope he has some success today because he certainly he certainly deserves it. I think if I was ever a pole vault, I think my biggest <clears throat> obstacle would be making sure that wherever I started to descend. It was uh, right above a mat uh, <laughs> because otherwise if I'd stick that pole in there and go up and don't make it over the bar and then I'm going to fall, there isn't a mat on the, uh, on, on the near side of that, uh, of that pole or that, uh, but my goodness. Uh, yeah. You I'd look just at be this. afraid the pole would snap on me and I wouldn't even get off the ground and I, it would just be awful. You know, we've seen those in some of the fail army uh, shows and things like that. And that's, you know, gee, it's funny now that we find out, oh, they're going to be okay. But <laughs> up until then. So, but uh, spring sports are uh, are getting underway. Uh, has, uh, I know the, the, the baseball team and, uh, and softball team doing what they do in the month of February and early March and, yep. you know, try to get games in. Uh, any shot for anything at home and what's the soonest we might see softball or baseball uh hosting a home game well right now we're scheduled for monday okay uh, we'll, see, we'll see we'll see how it works out we're supposed to play today uh, obviously that's not going to happen we've got a, a four-game series with taylor so we moved up one of our conference games pretty early into the spring um because people just weren't playing this point in time and we thought we could get one out of the way and so we moved the taylor series so we played at taylor on thursday which was perfect because it was 50 degrees out and they've got turf so uh, we went down there and played two and <clears throat> unfortunately had second and third with no out in the last inning and couldn't get them home and lost uh 10 to 9 in the first one uh, and then their bats just did some crazy stuff in the second game and, and they blew us out so we lost those two but we're scheduled to play today and then we moved it to monday knowing this weather was coming uh so the tarp is out we'll see how fast this snow melts uh, how much it's saturated when it's done. But as of now, we're going to try to play two on Monday. And if not, then we'll bump that down the road too. But hopefully on Monday, and then the softball team will head off to Florida next week and start getting their games in. All right. Well, Mike, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right. You too, Mike. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We're going to go ahead and step out take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Dan Vance. 
Media Relations Director, Social Media Director of the Fort Wayne Madans, and our weekly Madans chat. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The insulation in your home or office is working year-round to keep you comfortable and to keep energy costs down. In the Fort Wayne area, Koala Insulation is the premier insulation contractor to keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer with New Wool Premium Cellulose Insulation. Koala recommends New Wool because it costs less than foam insulation. It deadens noise for superior sound control, and you'll be surprised at how much you save on your energy bills. Plus, New Wool Premium Cellulose Insulation is made from recycled paper. That makes it a green choice for your home and backed by a 10-year energy guarantee. You get all these benefits when you choose New Wool Premium Cellulose Insulation installed by Koala Insulation. Whether you just need an attic insulated or an entire structure, call Koala Insulation for a free estimate to install New Wool Premium Cellulose Insulation. Call today and save today. Koala Insulation, online at koalainsulation.com. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Same thing with Foreigner. I usually let that play a little bit too. You're hitting all the classics today. I would climb in 1977 today. 1976-77. I like it. I yeah. like it. That was, uh, well, after completing six years of high school, that was a wonderful graduation. <laughs> Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Colored Supply. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> we uh, we strive to bring you uh, local sports of all sorts. Sometimes we do, sometimes we do, we try. But anyway, hey, let's go right to the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, because on that Talking Sports phone line is Media Relations Director of the Mad Ants, Social Media Director of the Mad Ants, Mr. Dan Vance. Dan, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jim. I still have a bone to pick with you from the uh, text thread last night. <laughs> okay, okay. The the Wisconsin herd uh, had a gentleman on their squad. Go ahead. You 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 say the name because I'm 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 fearful. Sandro uh-huh. Mamo Kulishvile. Rolls off your tongue, yeah. And um, and John Nolan texted a group of us and said, "Boy, Jim, we dodged a bullet there because Wisconsin's coming to town, and we won't, we, you know, we won't have to say the name and things like this." Anyway, um, and it, we, it seems easy to me, Jim. I don't understand the issue here. I just said it. Well, and once again, okay, you got to say it every once in a while. I got to say it after he scores, after he fouls somebody, you know, starting lineups. It, and, visiting, and, a visiting team, you just say number 54. It's fine. Yeah. But you don't have to now. He's, he's with the Spurs now. So That's right. You, you, don't, you don't even have to worry about it. And that was the whole premise of John Nolan texting to say, hey, good. And then, no, we had to get the chickens I, and stuff I, like that. Anyway. I think, I think honestly, you should just boo into the microphone anytime uh, somebody from the opposing team scores. It just <laughs> saves you from having to learn any other names. Boo uh, this man. <laughs> that man scored. Boo this man. Oh. Uh, well, I'll I'll take that under advisement. So <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, those mad ants, uh, somewhat, uh, my goodness, had uh, a, a lot of uh, ad deletes to the roster this past <laughs> week, uh, and uh, and and of course uh, in the Ontario area, Massasauga, if I'm not mistaken, taking on Raptors 905. 
uh, they played the other night, were beaten by Raptors 905, and then uh, but have another chance, correct? Yeah, play this afternoon at, uh, at 2 o'clock, back up there on the Vogue, kind of ending a, a road swing that we've had since the All-Star break. So one more on the road, and we're home for two uh, next week at the Coliseum. So uh, an important game today up there. You know, uh, luckily, we've seen some help uh, from some teams uh, to hold some other teams at bay. Even with the loss the other night, we are still sitting at fifth mm-hmm. in the playoff race for the top six spots. Um, so, you know, at this time of the year, winning's important but you also need a little help. Um, so we've gotten a little bit of help, uh, losses from Cleveland and Maine uh, and Capital City along the way during the week have helped us maintain that playoff spot. But with eight games left, uh, every game's important, and you got to win down the stretch. Um, right now the playoff race is super tight. Uh, between third place and 11th place in the East is a three-game difference. Mm. So uh, wins, wins are critical. You know, we're right there. Uh, on the verge of being able to host a playoff game with a third or fourth seed, um, but also right there on the verge of being every game's important. And um, today at 2 o'clock is a, is a big one up in Canada. Wins and scoreboard watching, that's for sure. So uh, when the uh, Mad Ants come back, of course, it's Thursday, March 9th. That'll be an 11 a.m. start, and that's Education Day. Are there tickets still available? Yeah, absolutely. Tickets still available for, for all three of our last home games. Uh, limited, though. Big crowds expected. Uh, great turnouts. They're, they're typically three of our, our biggest games of the year, these like final three down the stretch in March, um, final few down the stretch in March. So uh, limited tickets still available at Uh Make sure you get your tickets uh, Thursday, as you said, March 9th, 11 a.m. Uh, turn around on Saturday on the 11th and play a 7 p.m. game. And then, of course, on March 19th, uh, we will host that Wisconsin Herd team that you mentioned, 2.30 start on that Sunday game. So uh, important games. And, you know, Motor City is in, the, uh, is in the playoff race, too. So, you know, we turn around from Raptors 905, who currently sits in seventh. Uh, and then you get Motor City, who's currently in ninth. Um, you go to Long Island, who's currently in first. You get Westchester, who's basically out of the race, but uh, always likes to play spoiler uh, with some guys on that that staff uh, that know the Matt Amps and Devin Blair and Jaron Jackson Sr. Uh, and they now have Dwayne Washington Jr. on that roster as well in Westchester. So uh, very important games here in the next uh, our next five. My goodness. And uh, just got a text uh, from Mike Moss who said, did you know that the broadcaster for 905 is one Ben Shulman who did broadcast for the Tin Caps this past season? And uh, so, there you go. yeah, some Fort Wayne flavor, even uh, north of the border <laughs> in professional sports. Well, it sounds like it just uh, an action-packed uh, last couple weeks of the home part of the regular season. We still have rogue games to uh, win and uh, a lot of scoreboard watching to do, Dan. But if somebody wants to watch a rogue game like the one today, how do they do it? Yeah, you go to ftwaynemadants.com. Uh, you'll see the score script across the top. You click on today's game. Uh, it'll bring up the page. Um, you know, today is, is broadcast on com. Not every road game will be, um, but today's game is. And then when we're in Long Island and Westchester here in about a week and a half, those are both broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, and then our final two road games, uh, which are at the end of the month in Delaware, will also be available at ftwaynemadants.com. Well, we can't wait to uh, get back onto the court with the Mad Ants, and that's going to take place, as you said, Thursday. So uh, looking forward to that as well. 
and we will talk to you next Saturday. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Jim. All right, Dan. Thank you. That was Dan Vance, social media director, media relations director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants in our weekly Mad Ants chat. We're going to go ahead and take a timeout, come back, and we're going to be talking with Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets, in our weekly Comet chat. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, this is Mike Rags. Stop with the steroids. Stop with the possible surgery chatter. Now there's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain knee pain back pain shoulder pain hip pain the patient satisfaction reports are incredible and there's no downtime listen the old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways if they're telling you that you need surgery do yourself a favor and call qc kinetics learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief no surgery no drugs the call is free the consultation is free you have nothing to lose call qc kinetics now 260-333-9383 that's 260 260- 333-9383-260-333-9383. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday morning, March 4th, 2023. Justin brings us back to Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. Yes, indeed. I'm a little more Foreigner Eagles than Fleetwood Mac, but eh, that was just me, you know? I was an Aerosmith back in the 70s yeah. and Led Zeppelin. I can see that. <laughs> My hair was more prevalent and longer at the time, too. Yeah. Welcome back to Talking Sports as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Let's go right to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, because on that line is Fort Wayne Comet President Michael Franke. Michael, good morning, sir. Good morning, Doobie Brothers, June 23rd at the Coliseum. Yes. I I saw them down at Ruoff Music Center with Steely Dan, although it was just Donald Fagan. But then the Doobie Brothers, Michael, stole the show. And, of course, this was a couple years ago. Yeah. Believe it or not, they were at the Follinger about five or six years ago, which still amazes me that they were at the Follinger because, (laughs) you know, they it's a, what, 2,700-seat venue. But uh, they were wonderful. And uh, so uh, that's something to look forward to. Oh, definitely, yes. Yeah. My father-in-law just moved uh, here from Fort Myers, Florida, and his big thing is, he wants to know what concerts are coming to the town this summer. So he wants to get out and uh, and go see a lot of concerts. Of course, he was 
at Woodstock as well. So, anyway. well, there you go. America, <laughs> America is coming to the Follinger this July. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of good concerts. Oh yes, yes indeed. Well, let's hey, we didn't let's... lose last night. No, no, and that's just your our typical Saturday morning talk after you know after Friday that yeah. uh, the comments uh, the comments did not lose last night and now flawless. now with the even though the the last five games haven't been kind to the K's Wheeling hasn't helped themselves at all either and in uh, as far as as being in a playoff position the Comets are still holding firmly in that playoff position five points ahead of the Nailers but You've got the Nailers coming to town tonight at, at yeah. 7.30. And then Iowa comes in. The Heartlanders come into town tomorrow for a 5 o'clock faceoff. And Iowa brings up the rear of the uh, Central Division of the Western Conference. So, uh, boy, if there was ever a time to, to break out of a losing streak, now is the time. These are, the, um, th- these are two must-win games for us. Uh, we got to win tonight. You got to put some distance between yourself and Wheeling. You got to beat Iowa tomorrow night. They're not a good hockey team. Uh, you know, th- this is uh, if we don't watch out, we're going to start running into the uh, uh, situation of futility. And uh, you, you just got to win these games. And uh, you know, we played very well most of the night Wednesday against Toledo. It was a good game. Uh, the problem is we got down three to nothing in the first period. Mm -hmm. And that has been the MO of this team all season long. And, uh, you know, you sit here and you look at, at the first 10 minutes of that game and you see that we gave up six or seven scoring opportunities in the first 10 minutes. You can't do that. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, we have young goaltending. And uh, you can't you can't put these goaltenders in positions where they are continually facing two on ones, three on twos. It just breakaways. It just doesn't work. Yes, indeed. And it, of course, yeah, the three zero deficit early. The Comets were able to fight back and tie the game, and then a uh, the lay goal and then the empty netter uh, by the walleye sealed the deal. But. Uh, you know, and in Toledo is a team. What was that? Their eleventh win in a row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're on fire. They're like sixteen one and two in their last nineteen games. Unbelievable. Of course, and, and Cincinnati's been leading that Central Division. What since like the, the first game of the season? It, it appears. And well, then they, Indy they, was ahead of everybody for a while, and that's now true. they've fallen back a little. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of points between Indy. Cincy Toledo and us, you know, 15, 16 points. So, you know, our situation right now is we've got to start playing better and we've got to solidify ourselves in that fourth spot because you know you're going to play one of those three teams in the first round mm-hmm. and you've got to go into the playoffs on a good roll or, you know, it's just not going to work. So Cincy, Toledo, uh, Indianapolis, um, I, I they're so much better than us in the standings as far as points, but really I don't think they're that much better than we are on the ice. And, uh, we just, uh, you know, I think we saw that on Wednesday night, uh, Toledo, they won the game. They've won a lot of games recently. 
Um, but they're not a team that you look at and go, wow, you can't beat them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're a beatable team. Yes. We're talking this morning with Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets, in our weekly comment chat. And, Michael, we've we've endured Disney on ice. We've endured concerts at the Coliseum. When can we expect the Comets to get back on Coliseum ice again? And, uh, uh, obviously, with, with tonight and, and tomorrow, but uh, heading into the next week or so, uh, what are some of the home games that fans can look forward to? Well, tonight we have Champions Night, and uh, there will be representation from the 62, 63, 72, 73, 92, 93, and the 02, 03 team. A couple of guys have uh, have uh, contacted us this week, and they can't make it. Uh, one of them, uh, Darcy Keating, oh. uh, uh, which was unfortunate, uh, from the 72, 73 team, and uh, Kevin McDonald from the oh, 92, 93 team. Uh, had some family illnesses, so he won't be there. Uh, but uh, we'll have, I believe we have 20, 27 guys from those championship seasons will be in the building uh, tonight uh, for a pregame uh, presentation and uh, to honor them. Uh, they'll be signing autographs at the game tonight, too, during the intermissions. And then tomorrow night, uh, we've got Iowa. Uh, on Meyer Family Night, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a big crowd tomorrow. We've got all kinds of groups out, Sweetwater, uh, Lutheran Health. I mean, it's going to be a big night. Then next Friday uh, and Sunday, we are at home, and then we go on hiatus again till the end of the month when we have Rapid City in for three. And then after next weekend, unfortunately for me, I go on a hiatus, I won't be available for a f- two or three weeks because I'm having my knee replaced. Oh, well. What are you getting it replaced with? Um, well, I was kind of concerned. I saw my doctor pull into a junkyard yesterday, so uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably some of my old stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a complete uh, a complete knee replacement, and uh, I guess they have robots that do this now. Oh. Is that what they call them? That's a robot. Okay, well, best of luck to you on that. Uh, oh, yeah, they finally caught up with me playing uh, tackle football with no equipment for seven or eight years in my teens and also skiing behind a car on snowpack streets <laughs> going 35 <laughs> or 40 miles an hour. Yeah. On those chrome bumpers, oh yes! And yeah, hey. <laughs> yep, yep. The concrete is uh, not forgiving. No, and and Michael, you can't tell me that cup hockey uh, out in the concourse was not a contact sport back in the day either. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep, and, and then when I played hockey, I always played goalie, so I figure that messed my knee up too. So, uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're going and get the junky knee out and. Uh, Put some titanium in there. Well, good, yeah, and and I hope you can recover 100% because we don't want to call you Eileen. No, exactly. Well, I'm already Eileen yeah, because I'm, I'm using a, a cane because the dang knee gives out on me. I mean, yeah. it just it'll just give right out, and you just fall right over. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we can cane race or something like that or something. Oh, yeah, some I've point. been raising cane for three months now. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, okay. You win punchline of the day. And so with that, well, Michael, thank you for joining us. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch and, and let us know when, uh, when you're available, well, not we'll available. Podcasts by Federated Media.